Blog Talk Radio. In this life, you will have trouble. You can't avoid it. You can't get around it. But you can live through it.
Let me hear you make some Holy Ghost crazy noise right now. Let me hear
That's right. So our phone number is 646-595-3338. Call in for prayer for the message. Pastor Cooper will be delivering today. And uh, tell a friend, tell a kid to come on, join on in. Uh, I just want to say we got a prayer going out for Camille today. She uh, just texted me that she's in urgent care. With some back problems So we have our prayers with her this morning And uh, prayers for all of you To be truthful out there We all need prayer I'm going to turn it over To Pastor Robert R. Cooper Good morning Pastor Cooper hey, Good morning Brother Lewis uh, right, right now we we pray for Sister Camille Right now right off the top And we just pray that God will Meet her at the point of her need And we believe by faith Amen that God is healing her right now even as we amen. speak, in the name of Jesus amen. Christ, Amen. Also, amen. Uh, also, we're praying for we're praying for all of those who are sick, 
all of those who are who are having infirmities, uh, and, and we believe that God is the answer. Amen. And and, and 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 if you can just say Jesus, He's all the help you need. Just say Jesus. Jesus. Amen Jesus. and amen. And naturally, also we're praying for you, also, brother. And God bless you. I thank you. I thank you very much. I'm like I said, I'll be here. And I'll be gone, but I won't be gone from the Lord. So thank you. Well, I got the message, Amen. And we are, and we are, and we are here to celebrate Jesus, Amen. And I won't keep you long today, but I do know that there are some things that uh, we need to express, and God has given me to say. And if we could just simply bow our heads, Amen. In the presence of the Lord right now. And, Lord, we welcome you into this place. We welcome you, Father God. You said in your word, the angel of the Lord encampeth around those that fear you, and he will deliver us. We thank you right now as we reverence you, and we give your name to praise. We thank you for your deliverance. We thank you for your presence. We thank you for your power, and we thank you for your love. Now, Lord, bless all of these callers. Meet them also at the point of their need, because we all have need. We all have mountains that need to be moved. Help us, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ. We pray. We pray on one accord. Amen. Praise the living God. Amen. You know, we are we are people of God who have everything to celebrate. And I and I say that meaning it because because sometimes if you look at things too long, you may look at them wrong. Sometimes if you look at things too long, you may look at them wrong. And the truth about the matter is is that when you really take time and prayerfully examine the position that God has placed us in, we have every reason to celebrate and no reason to mourn because Jesus Christ by the grace of God, has made it possible for us to sit in heavenly places with him. He's seated at the right hand of Almighty God. And my Bible says we sit in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. Amen? So we want to go from that perspective. We want to lay that as the foundation today because we're sick and tired of being sick and tired. And we need not be sick and tired because because really, amen, we are the winners in this thing. How many know we have the victory in Christ Jesus? So right now, in the name of Jesus Christ, if there are any urgent prayer messages, the line is open. And by all means, amen, we'd like to, to take care of your prayer needs. We'd like to pray with you in the hope, amen, that the truth will make you free. Amen. The line's open. Anyone have a prayer that they would like to uh, let Pastor Cooper know about this morning? Good morning, Pastor Cooper. Uh, good morning, Sister. Martin. Good morning. Good morning. Um, just um, continued prayers for uh, James, uh, my son. He's uh, about to be released, and I'm praying that he follows the path that God has set for him. He sounds very good. And I'm praying for the, you know, the healing of his finger um, that they wanted to amputate, but that seems to be um, 
healing itself. Uh, Glory. Yes, um, but I know he's going to need uh, some type of attention to it. And also praying for my daughter, Alyssa, that um, she gets the help that she needs. She's she's going through a lot of uh, personal uh, things and depression right now, and I'm praying for her uh, to to pray and trust God that, to lead her. And, uh, of course, I'm praying for all of us that are struggling through this pandemic. I work at a, an elementary school, and it, things look uh, a lot better now. Um, I mean, it's from from uh, night to day right now as far as the amount of uh, quarantines we've had to do. So I'm praying that, that God um, continues to work on that for us as well. And. Um, Yes, and and um, just thanking and praising God for for everything, uh, for my life, and uh, praying for Donnie D, and um, and thanking him, uh, thanking the Lord for bringing you to us to this ministry to help anyone who needs it. Well, praise God, and I also thank the Lord also for each and every one of you. And one thing I would like to say, we are in agreement, standing in agreement with you on all of your prayer requests, your son, your daughter, his release, which is glorious, his hand, which is healing itself. I like how you said that. Praise God. <laughs> and, and, and because we have been praying for that hand for some time now, and so you're yeah. saying it's healing yeah. itself. In other, words, yeah. in other words, the hand is being healed without the help of the medical yeah. procedure. And there's nothing wrong with medical, but... But we have, we do have a body, amen, that does have the healing power to, to heal itself with the help of Jesus. And so you yes. said his body is healing, is he's being healed. And one thing I want to say, there's a scripture that says that we are to pray without ceasing. And yes. no matter what week it is, you always come with prayer because <laughs> Irregardless of what's going on and irregardless of what people might think or irregardless of anything, you believe that prayer will change things. I do believe, yes. And your prayer request is the evidence of that. And if we could only get a hold of that message, get a hold of that revelation, that prayer is so powerful that all you have to do is open up your mouth and pray. And these things that we talk about that we pray for are so vital who cares what people think? We need the help of the Lord. And all we have to do is open our mouth in faith and pray, yes. believing, amen. and watch what God will do. You're going to see miracles, amen, when your son comes out. In the name amen. of Jesus Christ. Amen, amen. We, and thank I, God I, for, we thank God for We thank God for him right now. And let him know, amen. praise the living God. But oh, he's got, he, he's got he, prayer warriors he asked, on his side. Yes. And all he, he has asked, to do, amen. Uh-huh. And all he has to do, uh, amen, is just let go and let God. Amen. I've I've told him that we're praying for him, and he says he can't wait to come on the show. Praise God. Hallelujah. To share it with with everyone. Um, And I'd like to to say, to to add one more thing, if I have a minute. Um, Go right ahead, please. Back back in the 80s, my mom uh, had a a stroke, a catastrophic stroke and um she was in the hospital and and i've always been a prayer warrior since i was a little child 
And um, I was at work, and I went on my lunch break, and I was walking around just praying and, and asking God, you know, to send me some a sign or something, you know. And um, she was bedridden from her stroke, and we brought her home to take care of her. And I walked into a bookstore, and I, I had heard about Patricia Neal having a stroke and having been bedridden, and she's an actress from back in the day. And I found a book about her story, and I opened the book, and it said, dedicated to Marcia, M-A-R-C-I-A, and that's how I spell my name. And I'm telling you, I Uh-oh. I felt the Lord when I opened that book, and I, I purchased it, and I'll never, ever forget that. Uh-oh. It, it, yes. It was amazing, and it was it was just one of those things that just you go, oh my God, he heard me, you know. Hallelujah! And, uh, and you know, you yeah. say that because some may think, oh, that's just an accident or a coincidence. No, but if you have no. faith, you know that was I God speaking directly to you. Yes, yes, yes. And it I made will a never difference. ever forget that. Yes, it did. And, and, it and, did. and apparently, it made a difference. Yes. Yes. Praise the living God, hallelujah. Well, I'm, I'm so glad to hear that kind of testimony, amen. And, you know, when we come on fellowship in the word, I always have a word, praise God, but, but I'm fed by the people, praise the living God. And these testimonies, amen, they feed me. So if you don't mind, amen, if there's anyone else who has a testimony, we want to thank Sister Marcia. Anyone else has a word that they like to share, praise God. Because God is doing miracles. See, we're, yes, we're, we're, we need to understand, God is doing miracles. He never stopped being a miracle-working God. No. People just stopped believing that he was, and so for that reason, folk just stopped seeing miracles. But when we get the understanding that he's Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the author and the finisher of our faith, then we realize, amen, that the miracle-working power that he has never stops. So expect to see miracles. When you open your mouth by faith, whenever you exercise faith, expect to see a miracle. Amen. I'm saying that to people all over the world. Amen. Expect a miracle when you exercise faith and open your mouth and give God praise. Yes. Amen. Amen and amen. We thank you for all that. And again, we pray and we hope that your, uh, your 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 son and your daughter and everyone else that you uh, mentioned in prayer, we hope that the prayers are, are are answered, and we believe that God, Amen, is able to do exceeding abundantly above all we ask or think, according to the power that worketh in us. That's faith. Amen. 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 Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you still on the line, Brother Lewis? Yeah, I'm still here. All right, well, just hang in there, brother, because this is your day. God is getting ready to bring deliverance your way. Get ready. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah, hallelujah. You know, I like music, too, and I know you're a music man. I don't have to even ask you that. And and, and, and what I like to do is... Sing. 
it's time out for just hearing what the Lord says, but it's time to start doing what he says. You know, the Bible says, faith cometh by hearing. Truly it does. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. But when we hear the word, the next thing we have to do is do the word. So go with me, if you will, to James chapter 2, and I'll show you what the word of God has to say about that. James chapter 2. That's such a lovely song. Praise God. Hallelujah. James 2. I'm going to read from verse 22. James 2.22. It says, For, but ye, but be ye, talking to us, church, but be ye doers of the word, and not hearers only. It's not enough to just hear it now. We have to do it. Because deceiving your own selves, for if any be a hearer of the word, and not a doer, he is likened to a man beholding his natural face in a glass, you know, looking in a mirror. For he beholdeth himself, and goeth his way, and straightway forgetteth what manner of man he was. And I want to stop right there, because the Word of God tells us so much about ourselves. Amen. How we are a chosen generation Praise the living God, how we are a royal priesthood, a holy nation. Amen. And we hear these things, praise God. But like the scripture just said, amen, if you're just a hearer only, you're like someone who beholdeth himself and, and, and goeth his way, and right away, as soon as he gets away from it, forgets what manner of man he was. You got power. Got authority. You got dominion given to you by Jesus Christ, by God Almighty. He wants you to know, Amen, that He has made us sons and daughters, and that we are heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. We can't forget these things, Amen. So we have to learn to be doers of the word, Amen. A doer of the word means that which God says about us in His word. Now he has given us the power and the authority to do it. Praise God. You know, it's one thing to hear that you are a royal priesthood. But now you have the power and the authority by faith to do it. It's the way God wants you to be. Amen. And so what he tells you in the word is what he wants you to do. And what he wants us to do. And unless we do it, amen, we're not fulfilling God's purpose for our lives. Amen. So we're talking today about doing what the Lord says. Amen. Proverbs chapter 30, verse number 5. And take your time because we're not in a hurry. Proverbs chapter 30. In verse 5, tells us a little bit about the Word, because we need to know some things about God's Word. We need to know, amen, that it is a standard, praise the living God, that we can, amen, we can rest in, we can, we can believe in, we can trust in, praise God. The Bible says in Proverbs 30, 
verse number five, it says, are you with me? He says, every word of God is pure. And he is a shield unto them that put their trust in him. So you can trust God's word. So whatever God says in his word, whatever we hear, whatever God says about us, whatever God tells us to do, that's what we can do. And we can do it, amen, in confidence. Because we know that every word of God is pure. What do you mean pure, brother? What do you mean pure? Pure means it's flawless. Pure means it's uncontaminated. Pure means it's 100% good. Pure means it's divine. And so every word God says has that quality. And what we need to do is get a hold of this word and be more than just hearers. We need to start doing what the word says we are to do. Praise God. Hallelujah. We can trust God. Isaiah 55 and 11 says God's word is, 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 so, is so powerful and so, and so faithful that it will not return unto him void. You can trust God's word because whatever God says, whatever goes out of his mouth, whatever's in this book that's in your hands, those of you who are looking in the Bible, those words have gone out of the mouth of God and they are written, and those words will not return to God void. Void means they won't come back to God and say, I tried, but I couldn't do it. God's word it, God's word never does that. God's word has power. And when God speaks something over your life, you can depend on it. So we need to learn to do what the Lord says. Amen? You see, this life we have is a gift from God. It's a heavenly and a divine gift. And God desires every part of our lives to be victorious prosperous, and fruitful. Hallelujah. He wants you to have joy, and he wants us to have peace. And to help ensure this, he gives us instruction, which is what the word of God is. He gives us direction, and he even loves us enough to give us correction. I say that because a lot of folk don't want to be corrected. I'm sure if you can hear me, a lot of people don't want to be corrected because some folk have an attitude of, I don't need nobody to tell me nothing. But we all need, we all need someone to give us direction and correction because we don't know it all. But when we walk with God, amen, Proverbs 3 and 5 says, we are to trust in the Lord with all of our hearts. Lean not into our own understanding. Keep your mind, keep your thinking out of this. Keep reasoning out of this. Lean not into your own understanding. In all of our ways, acknowledge him. And he will direct our paths. I don't know about you, but I need direction. And I know you do too. But we all do. We need God's direction if we want to walk victorious. So we need to learn to do what the Lord says do. Hallelujah. 
We don't want to not do what God says do because that would be rebellion. Amen? Go to Ezekiel chapter 2. And in Ezekiel chapter 2, God sends the prophet Ezekiel. He has a he has a conversation with Ezekiel. And he speaks to him about an assignment that he has for him. Amen. How many know sometimes God how many know God will have an assignment for you, amen, when you submit to him? And he, he assigned Ezekiel to go and speak the word of God to people who God knew was not doing what God was saying. In Amen. other words, in other words, they were doing their own thing. And then the second chapter of Ezekiel says, And he said unto me, this is the commission of Ezekiel, And he said unto me, meaning God, Son of man, stand upon thy feet, and I will speak to you. And the Spirit entered into me when he spake unto me and set me upon my feet. But I heard him that spake unto me, and he said unto me, Son of man, I send thee to the children of Israel. I'm sending you to the people of God. Amen. And, you know, that's where it has to begin. It has to begin with the church folk. It has to begin with the people of God. It has to begin with those who call themselves believers. I'm talking about true believers, not make-believers. True believers. And so he said, I'm sending you to the children of Israel, to a rebellious nation that has rebelled against me, God is saying. And they and their fathers have transgressed against me even unto this very day. And sadly, that's what's happening right now. And I can say this because there are too many things that God has given us. There are too many abilities that he has blessed us with. There are too many promises that he has made to us that are not being fulfilled because people are simply not doing what the Lord says do. So he says, for they are impudent children. I'm in verse number four. They are impudent children and stiff-hearted. And I do send thee unto them, and thou shalt say unto them, thus saith the Lord God. And they, talking about the rebellious folk, whether they will hear or whether they will forbear, meaning whether they will hear you or whether they will ignore you. Because how many know rebellious folk don't want to hear nothing from nobody? You can't tell them nothing. Praise the living God. They don't want you to say nothing to them. They just want to do what they want to do, and that's it. So whether they hear or whether they will forbear, for they are a rebellious house, yet shall know that there has been a prophet among them. That's all God is interested in. They won't be able to say, nobody told me, because when God begins to pass judgment upon folk, no one will be able to say, well, God, you didn't send nobody to tell me. How, how would I know? He said, yet will they know that there has been a prophet among them. And you, son of man, be not afraid of them, neither be afraid of their words, though briars and thorns be with you, 
and and you and you and you would dwell among scorpions. Be not afraid of their words, nor be dismayed at their looks, though they be a rebellious house. And thou shalt speak my words unto them, whether they will hear or whether they will forbear, for they are most rebellious. But you, son of man, hear what I say unto you, and be not rebellious like that rebellious house. Open your mouth and eat that I give you. Eat what I'm giving you. And when I look, behold, a hand was sent unto me, the prophet says, and lo, a roll of a book was therein. And he spread it before me, and it was written within and without and there was written therein lamentations and mourning and woe. People of God, we don't want to see that happen to us. We don't want to see that be our destiny. We don't want to see that be our end. We don't want to rebel, praise the living God. We want to do what God says. We want to obey God. Amen. Obedience, amen, is better than sacrifice. Go to 1 Samuel chapter 15. 1 Samuel 15, verse 23. Because it talks about rebellion. Because a lot of times people think, folks think rebellion is something that they can get away with, but God's got an issue with rebellion. He says rebellion, in verse 23, he says, For rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft. That's right. When you do your own thing and don't want to do what God says do, it's a sin. And we have to get past that. We don't want to be stuck there, praise the living God. Folk, you don't want to be in rebellion because rebellion to God is as the sin of witchcraft. 1 Samuel 15, 23. And stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry because because thou hast rejected the word of the Lord, he hath also rejected thee from being king. And he was speaking, amen, he was speaking about King Saul. Somebody go to Hosea. Hosea chapter 4, verse number 6. It talks about how God's people, amen, are being destroyed for lack of knowledge. Hosea 4 and 6. I'm going to ask my beloved wife to read that for us. Hosea 4 and verse 6. If you would, please. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. My people. My people are, are being destroyed for lack of knowledge. Right now, let's apply that to, to the 21st century. Who are God's people? Who are God's people? He's talking to the church. He's talking to us. He's saying, my people are, 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 are destroyed. They're being destroyed for lack of knowledge. And this lack of knowledge is not because knowledge is not available, but read on. Because thou hast rejected knowledge. Because the knowledge is being rejected. Because some people just refuse to do what the Word says do. 
Some folk have just made up in their mind, amen, I'm going to go to this thing, but I'm not going to do anything, praise God, that the Word says. And that's, and that's, and that's the, your loss because there's no gain in that. There's no victory in that. God wants us, amen, to do what he says do. We need to learn to do what God says do. Why fight a battle? Why fight a battle that you can't win? You can't win any battle against God. All we can do to God is humble ourselves and submit to him and yield our will to his. Not my will, Lord. I heard Jesus say, but let thy will be done. Because how many know God is first? And he knows more about how to get it right than anybody does. Praise the living God. Because he sits on high, glory be to God. And we need to give him glory and praise. He needs to be magnified, exalted by us. Hallelujah. We need to pray to him, amen, continually. Because he's almighty God. And the closer we get to him, praise God, the more he will reveal himself to us. And we'll begin to know things, amen, that we never thought we'd ever know. Praise the living God. He is, he is amazing. He's, he's, so, he's so wonderful that he doesn't want to see mankind, he doesn't want to see his people in the position that they're in. So what he did, he said, I'm going to send my only begotten son, John, the third chapter in the 16th verse. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, talking about Jesus, and whosoever believeth on him shall not perish, but shall have everlasting life. Amen? Everlasting life. So so God has, has made it so if we do what he says, because he's given us, he's given us, along with the instruction and the direction, he's given us an illustration. Praise the living God. He's given us an, illust- an illustration of what complete perfection looks like in mankind. He gave us that illustration in Jesus Christ. We have the picture of perfection in Jesus. Mm-hmm. We have the picture, praise the living God, of how God wants all of us to be in Jesus Christ. And along with the picture, along with the illustration that Jesus has given us, he also has instructions amen he also has instructions praise the living God and we need to realize this because there's something on that box that I want to share with you I was looking at a box earlier I sure hope you're still with me amen I was looking at a box a little earlier and there's something that my my wife was making for herself, and she had it laying on the table. And it's kind of hard to miss because it's a box, and it says Chewy Fudge Brownie Mix. And on the front of the box, there's a picture of what the brownie is supposed to look like when it's completed. It looks delectable. Amen. But on the back of the box, it has instructions. Amen. So if you follow the instructions on the back of the box, then your outcome will match the illustration. 
In other words, if you follow the directions that's on the back of these boxes, then what you have made should come out looking just like the picture. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Jesus Christ is our illustration. Mm-hmm. He's an illustration of total perfection. And when we follow his instructions, our outcome will match his illustration. And soon and very soon, people are going to get a hold of that because they're going to, they're going to stop wondering, well, how come this is not working right? How come this is not doing? How come mine? How come it's not working for me? Because somewhere along the line, you're not following the instructions that are in God's Word. And the instructions, the instructions that Jesus Christ gives is the Word of God. Amen? Amen. And we need to understand and realize something that... God wants us, amen, to be more than just all right. He wants us to have victory. He wants us to have perfection. Praise God. Listen to what Jesus says. And this is Jesus Christ. This is the illustration speaking to us. And in Matthew, and, and I love to go to the scripture because, because you know if it's in the scripture, then you know praise the living God. God is speaking to you. For Matthew chapter 5, verse 48, Jesus concurs with the with that about perfection because he too wants you to be perfect. Amen. So he says, be ye therefore perfect, even as your Father, which in heaven, is perfect. He wouldn't tell you to be something that you didn't have the ability and the power through him to be. He wants you to know, amen, that God's purpose for you was to make you perfect. So it's time we start doing what the Word of God says. Praise the living God. It's time we start doing what the Word of God says because because we've been walking, amen, we've been, we've been walking out of place for so long that the whole world, amen, all the foundations of the world, the Bible says, are out of course. It's time for the people of God. And I say this specifically, talking about us, that we get in that right place with God and begin to walk in the ways of God so the world can have salvation. And we, through our amen illustration, can lead others to Jesus Christ. We need to learn to start doing what the Word of God says do. Revelation chapter 1. Verse 5, and from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness and the first begotten of the dead and the prince of the kings of the earth, unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood and has made us kings and priests, you all, unto God and his Father, to him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. So if Jesus, not no if, since Jesus has washed us clean from our sins, those who have received, amen, what he he did on Calvary by faith, those who have received salvation, then we are supposed to walk as kings and priests, and that's the word of God. So we need to begin doing what the word says do. 
And I like it because when I go to uh, to Revelation again in the fifth chapter, it confirms that. And it also amen. states, amen, in verse 10, that, and he has made us unto our God kings and priests, and get ready for this, and we shall reign on the earth. That's what we're supposed to do. Hallelujah. We're supposed to reign on the earth. Sadly, sadly, and I say sadly, the majority of God's people don't realize this because they haven't heard it, and the ones who have heard it are not paying it enough attention, and, and, and some have even rejected it. But you, you were made to reign. Amen. And so since you were made to reign, my question is, when are we going to start, praise the living God, doing what the word of God says? I mentioned earlier First Peter chapter 2, and I like it because it clearly makes a, a clear statement about how we are and what we are. And First Peter 2 and, and 9 tells us some very powerful things that we need to go over all the time because the Bible says in First Peter chapter 1, verse 16, because it is written, Be ye holy, for I am holy. That's what God is saying. So be holy. Amen. And then it says in, 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 in 1 Peter 2 and 9, he said, But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, but you are. He's talking about us. A chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people. That means a treasured possession. That means God's treasure. None like you in the eyes of God. And, and, and what we need to understand is when you have that kind of positioning, amen, all things are under your feet. Let's just talk about it. All things are under your feet, praise the living God, because, because you don't have to worry anymore about sicknesses and diseases. Amen. They are under your feet. You have authority. You have power. You have been, you have been given dominion over those things. And all we have to do is walk in it. We have to learn to do what the Word of God says do. We need to obey God. Praise God. Deuteronomy 28 talks about it. First Chronicles 7.14 talks about it. He says, if my people, which are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven. And I'll forgive their sins and heal the land. I'll fix everything concerning your life. But I just need you, praise God, to follow my instructions and do what I say. Hallelujah. That's all God is calling for us to do. Deuteronomy 28 and 1. Hallelujah. He said, and it shall come to pass that if thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God to observe and to do. We're talking about doing today. We're talking about doing what the Lord says do. To observe and to do all his commandments, which I command thee this day, that the Lord thy God will set thee on high 
above all nations of the earth. He wants to put you, he wants your life to be sky high. It's time out, amen, for being in the pits. He's trying to make you be sky high. He wants to put all things under your feet. Everything that's not of God, he wants it to be under our feet. And he said, and the Lord thy God will set you on high, sky high above all the nations of the earth. And, and, and then on top of that, he says, and all these blessings will come upon thee, praise God, and all these blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee. And, you know, a lot of folk are wondering, you know, you know, when is my blessing going to come? Your blessing is waiting to happen for you as I close. Your blessings have been waiting to happen for you. But because because God's people have been out of position, because God's people have been out of place, they can't access the blessing because the blessing depends on them getting in the right position with God. Let's begin doing what the Lord says do. Amen? Brother Lewis. Pastor Cooper. Are you still right. okay? I'm back. All right. Did you finish your word or you got something else to add to us? Give to no, no, no. I, I've concluded. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this has been Fellowship in the Word. We will be back next Sunday. Same time, same place. Tell a friend to tell a kid to come on and join us. Please come on in. And I want to thank each and every one of you, those who will be listening on the podcast. And uh, may you have a blessed week. I'm going to go back on the couch myself. <laughs> Amen. All right. God bless y'all and your family too, Pastor Cooper. Amen. Thank you. She made her way to Jesus She stumbled Through the tears That made her blind She felt such pain Some spoke in anger Heard folks whisper There's no place here For your kind But still she came shame that flashed the face until at last she nailed it to her feet and though she spoke no words everything she said was her as she poured her Measure into a 